It is I who says of Cyrus, He is my shepherd, and all my good pleasure he will complete. Thus says Cyrus, Yahweh, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. The final two verses of Second Chronicles are almost identical to the opening verses of the book of Ezra. Both texts are declaring what took place at that time in time and space, in history. Cyrus, king of Persia, made a proclamation, and he put it in writing. Being stirred by Yahweh, Cyrus granted the Jewish people, those who had been in Babylonian captivity for decades, to return home, to go back to Jerusalem, and to rebuild the temple. This is amazing in and of itself. Yet, two centuries before these events, Yahweh clearly proclaimed, through his prophet Isaiah, exactly how he'd use Cyrus for the glory of God's name and the good of God's people. Hear now from Isaiah, chapter 45, verses 1 through 7. Thus says Yahweh to Cyrus his anointed, whom I have taken hold of by his right hand, to subdue nations before him and to loose the loins of kings to open doors before him, so that gates will not be shut. I will go before you and make the rough places smooth. I will shatter the doors of bronze and cut through their iron bars. I will give you the treasure of darkness and hidden wealth of secret places, so that you may know that it is I, Yahweh, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. For the sake of Jacob my servant, And Israel, my chosen one, I have also called you by your name. I have given you a title of honor, though you have not known me. I am Yahweh, and there is no other. Besides me, there is no God. I will gird you, though you have not known me. That they may know, from the rising to the setting of the sun, that there is no one besides me. I am Yahweh, and there is no other the one forming light and creating darkness, producing peace and creating calamity. I am Yahweh who does all these. Long before Cyrus ever saw the light of day, long before he was conceived in his mother's womb, the omnipotent and omniscient Lord of glory anointed Cyrus for a task. For Yahweh to call Cyrus his anointed was unique. It had not been used for anybody else outside of Israel. This king would be an instrument in the master's hand used to deliver God's people. Our triune God would demonstrate his sovereignty over all creation by using this pagan king. The Lord would do great things for Cyrus and great things through him. He would give Cyrus a title of honor. He would grant him the ability to conquer nations with ease, and he would bestow upon Cyrus great wealth. 
Now, when this all took place, as God had prophesied through Isaiah, Cyrus acknowledged it was Yahweh's doing, but he remained an unbeliever in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So why? Why did God do this for and through Cyrus? Well, not for the sake of Cyrus, but for the glory of God's name, for the good of God's people. Our entire text, and especially verse 7, gave great comfort to the people of God in that day. And it ought to give great comfort to those of us in Christ now. We should not be discouraged and disheartened when we witness so much darkness and calamity, when light and peace are hard to find. Yahweh brings all these things, ordaining all our comforts, ordaining the crosses we must bear, because he ordains whatsoever comes to pass, and he uses even pagan kings and presidents, terrorists and wars, to bring his plan to fruition. Cyrus, a Persian monarch, played a role as Israel's shepherd and God's anointed judge on the nations. As such, Cyrus was a type of redeemer, an instrument used to release the Jews from their captivity, which points us to the Redeemer, who, by his broken body and shed blood, releases us from sin and death. Christ Jesus, who is King of kings and Lord of lords, who has been given all authority in heaven and on earth. King Jesus is on the throne now, sovereignly girding those who do not know him, so the world may know he is the Savior. There is no other. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.